Welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for all things man, husband, and father. We provide content to help men become the men they want to be. My name is Brent, and I am the Fallible Man. Guys, on today's show, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what is the Fallible Man and why it came about. We also are going to discuss the Harry's Masculinity Report and what that is and what it means to you. Stick around until the end of the show. I'll share some other groups that you may be interested in or you may enjoy if you're enjoying this podcast so far. This is the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for everything man, husband, and father. Here is your host, the Fallible Man, Brent Dowling. Guys, hey, welcome back. I'm Brent. I am the Fallible Man, and... Thanks for joining me today. It's uh, This is our third episode, and if you've already gotten to this episode, then maybe you're starting to wonder what is a fallible man and what that is. So today, that's what we're going to start with is what is a fallible man and what is this nonsense I keep spouting off, right? So what is the meaning of a fallible man? If you know your English well, you know fallible means that faulty things things aren't perfect it is fallible it, it can make mistakes it can be problematic right well i went ahead and i rolled that different definition around a little bit more so if you go to our website www.thefallibleman.com you will find a different definition it sounds somewhat like this a fallible man is a man who is capable of making mistakes who is imperfect that is constantly trying to grow and improve himself daily in some way now that's my imp- Definition, guys. That that's Brent's definition. You're not going to find that in Webster's, uh, or Merriam, or any of those other right. Maybe I'll see if I can get it added to the Urban Dictionary or something. Uh, we'll make the fallible man a noun. Is that right? Or a verb? I don't know. I suck at English. <clears throat> my wife is the smart one in the family. She's the one who edits all my blogs, so I don't sound like a complete idiot. At least my English and my grammar. Don't make me sound like a complete idiot. She can't help what I actually type. But, yeah, she does fix my basic spelling, punctuation, grammar, and use of the wrong version of two, two, and two. Comment below. Let us know if uh, I'm not the only one who struggles with which, which, or wherever, right? Or two, two, and two. Anybody else? Comment down below. Whether you're on the podcast or you're on the YouTube channel or wherever you're listening to this, whatever your medium is, hey, we want to support you on that. And we are appreciative that you're spending time with us today. But let us know we're not the only ones who suck at grammar. Dude, Grammarly and Microsoft Word can't even keep up with my grammar and punctuation screw-ups when I type stuff. Thank God my wife is smarter than I am. But guys, that's my definition of fallible. Like I said, you know the definition from the dictionary. Somebody that has faults, that somebody or something that is with fault, right? I picked the name because nobody's perfect. Starting with me, big hand raise here. All right. I'm not perfect and I know it. And that is the first start of wisdom, right? I'm sure someone famous said that at some point, right? Some great philosopher or something, or maybe I'm, am an idiot and I'm just proving it by talking. The start of knowledge is self-realization. Okay, I know I'm not perfect. 
but I'm trying every day to be better. I believe in small incremental changes. Okay. Um, I do some coaching on the side as far as, uh, physical in the gym. I'm a gym nerd. Uh, I love the gym. I love working out. It just, it, it's my therapy session. I love the gym, gym and coffee and the motorcycle. I'm good to go. I got everything I need, but I do a little personal training on the side. Usually I work specifically with people I know who are just in need of a little help. But one of the truths I have found is people suck at change. That's just a fact. Okay. Whether it's too scary for them or the fear of being uncomfortable is intimidating or scary for them. Maybe the environment of the change is scary for them, but people suck at change. They just don't like it. It doesn't go over well. They don't want it. In fact, the harder you push people for change, the more they resist. That's just a fact. If you don't, if you don't want somebody to change, push them hard to change. You cannot push somebody and force them to change. Change is a personal choice. Change is something you have to decide that you want to do. You cannot force somebody into it. And the harder you push, in fact, the harder they push you, the more they lock you down. You just you are making sure they are never going to change by pushing hard. So I believe in small incremental changes. That's how you succeed. If you caught the last episode, we talked about making your bed. We talked about a small win for big wins. And that's what I believe in. And that's what the fallible man is about. Okay. I want you to grow as a man every single day. Now, that doesn't mean that I expect you to flip a page and be a different person tomorrow. That's not life, that's not reality, and that's not how it works. At the fallible man, we are about incremental changes. Get up, make your bed. That's a win. That's a, that's a win for the day, right off the bat. You made your bed all week this week. Next week, get up, make your bed, and drink eight ounces of water right off the bat. You'll be healthier for it. Most heart attacks statistically happen early in the morning because people wake up dehydrated and their blood is not flowing right because you sweat in your sleep. Anybody major sweaters, man, I, I live in a warm climate and uh, no air conditioning. So I, I sweat like a dog when I sleep. It's gross. You didn't want to know that, but Hey, we're sharing here. Okay. So get up and drink. Cause you may not be as sweaty as I am when you wake up, but I promise you are dehydrated when you wake up. That's another win. Get in the habit of drinking that eight ounces of water when you first get up after you make your bed, right? You don't get to a double body weight deadlift if you're a gym guy by going in and trying to yank that much weight off the ground. It just doesn't happen. In fact, you're probably going to wreck yourself and be out of the gym for months or years or probably permanently depending on how bad it is. That's a good way to just wreck your body. You get there by doing the work day after day, pound after pound, little incremental growth. And the heavier it gets, the smaller the changes have to be. If you're a gym person, you know that first year or two in the gym, we call it newbie gains time. The first six months of a year you're in the gym, 
you can more drastically change your body than any other time you ever are in the gym. It's called Newbie Gains, and it makes all of us who have been in the gyms hate for years hate you because we all went through it, and then it stops because after about a year and a half, two years in the gym, it's done. You never get that again. What you do get is day in and day out work. The jump from 200 to 300 pounds in a deadlift is pretty easy when you're first starting out. 300 to 400 pounds is not horrible. Start getting over 400 pounds and your body is fighting you every single pound. I remember hitting milestones and just being like, they keep getting farther and farther and farther apart. And, and now we went from jumping at 25 pounds to jumping 2 pounds. Big changes are scary and they don't work well. Little changes, that's what we're about here. Okay, I don't want you to be a different person tomorrow. I want you to be a better person every single day. I want you to learn something every single day. And that's what the Fallible Man is all about. We're about little bits. Pick one thing and improve today. Be a better husband today in one way. Be a better dad today in one way. Be a better coworker, man today in one little way. Learn something new today. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to learn a new language. You don't have to learn a new programming language. You don't have to learn a new spoken language. Learn one little thing, just one. One. That's all it takes. One little thing today. And one little thing tomorrow. And one little thing the next day. That is incremental growth. I uh, just introduced my daughters to fractional plates the other day. They had never seen a fractional plate before where it's 2.5 pounds instead of 5 pounds or 1 pound. It's not a whole number. And that's what we're talking about, guys. Fractional plates. We're talking about fractional changes. Little incremental changes. Build upon the success. And that's what we're about here at The Fallible Man. Now, my definition is not in the dictionary, but I feel like it describes men who want to improve. I feel like it describes you. You're spending your time with me this morning, this afternoon, whatever it is for you. Whether you're on YouTube or on the podcast Wherever you listen, and thank you, by the way, for listening to me. I appreciate it. I think you're a like-minded individual. I think that you are looking for a way to be a better person, a better man. Whether whatever role that is you're filling in life, whether you're a grandfather or a father or a husband or a boyfriend or a fiancé or just a man in general. You don't have to be in a relationship. You don't have to be on anything specific. Okay. You're just a man on a journey. You're a man on a journey looking to be better in some way. You've come to the right place. This is what we're about. We're about helping you be the best man you can be. That's incremental changes, guys. You you aren't going to just wake up and be different. You aren't going to wake up and be a totally different person the next day. It's about incremental changes. That is what we want you to achieve. So, that's what a fallible man is. A man who is capable of making mistakes, who is imperfect, that is constantly trying to grow and improve himself daily in some way. Pick one. Just pick one. That's all. Go for the small win. Okay? Doesn't need to be big. Go for the small changes consistently. If you're a gym person, 
I'll stop using the gym as an example in just a minute, I promise. At least for this episode. If you're a gym person, you understand the idea of consistency. All you got to do is look up gym memes. Oh, there's so many of them. But instead of looking at jokes, you should look at the positive ones. And all of them will tell you the same thing. Consistency is king. Going day after day after day, month after month, year after year, consistency is king. It's how you improve. Likewise, if you want to be a better person, better man, better husband, a better father, better grandfather, better brother, pick your better, okay? Whatever role you feel as a man. If you want to be better, consistency is king. Pick one thing, be better at that today. Be better tomorrow because of what you do today. Tomorrow, pick something else to improve. Right? Pretty simple to follow. So, what's the point? Well, we got here. If you caught the last podcast, I touched on this a bit. I got here because I got tired of listening to my wise friends complain about their boyfriends or their husbands complain about the lack of good men in the world and just the overall desperate state of men in general. I got here because I watched the media turn men into either pretty but dumb, useless characters or retards. If you look at most sitcoms, if you look at most shows on television, women dominate the air anymore. And that's fine. I got no problem with strong female characters. I do have a problem with men being cast as either... Well, as a dumb, dumb, useless character. Most most shows, they're useless at this point. They don't play an important role, especially in the family dynamic. Which just kills me because men are crucial in the family dynamic. But... Their role is downplayed and usually incompetent. Every man has become Al Bundy. Comment below or in the comments section wherever you're at if you're old enough to remember Al Bundy because that has become the standard of every man on television in the family dynamic. And it's horrible and it's wrong and we need to fix it, guys. We need to be better than that. We got here because I have seven nieces, five sisters, sister, sister sister-in-laws, one group, sorry, Two daughters and my wife. And I worry about men in the future. I worry about the men who are going to marry my children some days. All of you fathers, give me a shout out in the comment section. If you understand this, if you're feeling me on this one, I worry about the men who will marry my daughters eventually. How on earth are the men that are growing up these days going to be worthy of my children. I can't see it happening at this point. I've gone through this with my nieces and I've watched them date guys. And every time I meet a boyfriend, I just roll my eyes and think, what the heck? Sorry, I'm trying to keep it G rated. I, I trust me, my reaction is much stronger than that, but I'm trying to be good. I look at their boyfriends and look at the guys they bring home and just, know it's dooming their relationship from the get-go because they have no idea how to be men. 
all these little boys, and I don't blame the boys necessarily. We as a society have told them that they are bad. We have told them it's okay to be less than men. In fact, we've encouraged them to become more feminine. We've discouraged them from following their masculine urges. We've told them that everything masculine about them is wrong. I worry because going forward, we're going to have a generation or multiple generations of boys who have been raised their entire lives thinking that there's something wrong with them because of all their lives. They've been told that everything they instinctively feel, all their natural impulses are completely sick and wrong and not okay. I think we're starting to see the fallout from that, but can you imagine growing up thinking everything that was instinctive and natural in your feelings and impulses is wrong? There's nothing good about you. You are wrong because you're a boy. Guys, we're on the verge of it, and I don't want to hash on it because hashing on it doesn't give us solutions. Hashing on it doesn't fix the problems, and I'm not here to whine and complain. I'm here to try and find solutions. That's what the fallible man is about. The fallible man is there to give guidance and solutions for boys who aren't getting it, for men who aren't getting it somewhere else. We need to provide constructive content for men who want to be good men who want to know that there is a place in the world for them and that's what we're about without masculinity the world as we know it wouldn't even exist masculinity has gotten the world to the point is that good and bad okay there are a lot of people like oh yeah masculinity causes wars and blah 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 yes Yes, it does. But it also feeds nations. It discovers new worlds and new planets. It grows the world forward to a new height. Masculinity has led the world from the darkness to where it is, good and bad. Is all the wars men's fault? No. Is all the good men's fault? No. But we played our role. Masculinity has played a key role in developing civilization as you know it. And guys, we live in a good time. We live in an amazing world. It's better than anything we've ever known in life. History has only gotten brighter. I look at just the amazing growth. I was 17 when I bought my first cell phone, and I bought the Motorola StarTac. Comment below if you know what I'm talking about. Motorola StarTac was the first modern cell phone. It's when we went from these giant, ugly brick phones and bag phones to the first modern, carryable mobile cell phone. That was my first cell phone. I remember buying it. Now the cell phones we carry are stronger than a lot of people's computers at home. That is less than 23 years. It's amazing what we have gone through in 23 years. The world keeps getting brighter. The technology keeps getting better. And the breakthroughs in society get better and better and better. Don't believe all the crap you're seeing on the internet and on TV. It's not all true. Yeah, there's always some bad, but there's a whole lot of good. And we have a whole lot more in common than we do not. With that said, we're going to take two minutes. I'll do this quick. Today's sponsor is... 
Today's episode brought to you by TheFallibleMan.com. That's right, it's us. Head over to www.TheFallibleMan.com and check out our blog, updated twice a week with new content, and links to all of our social media offerings. Tag or search us at TheFallibleMan or at FallibleMan on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and other social medias for daily content. While you're there, check out our Attitude Swag, shirts, cups, stickers, and more. Again, that's www.thefallibleman.com. So, back in 2017, a report was commissioned over in Great Britain. I'd love to give you an American report, but we're not doing those reports yet over here in the U.S., so I had to get reached out and cross the pond to our brothers and sisters over in the U.K., and Harry's Razors, the mail-in razor thing that you see on commercials for and uh, on social media and stuff, Harry's Razors, combined with some other people, commissioned a first-of-its-kind study called the Harry's Masculinity Report. It's never been done before. It's brand new. And it was completed, I want to say, late 2017, early 2018. The Harry's Masculinity Report is available readily online. If you get the YouTube version of this, the link will be in the description below. If not, I'll see if I can put it in the show notes on the podcast so you can have a direct link to it. It's public information. The Harry's Masculinity Report is a exhaustive report in response to the growing demonization of masculinity in man. Guys, all you got to do is look at advertising and media to see that men are being defined by the extreme. They're being defined by the very worst of their kind. It is exhaustive to look at the movies and look at social media and look at advertising. There is another razor brand that I will not mention by name who put out two atrocious commercials in the last year that. Uh, the world was not ready for, and I think their stock prices reflect the fact that the world is not ready for it, but just demonizing men and masculinity. I'm not sure how you get off judging an entire species by the very worst of their kind. That's, that's like saying an entire apple bin is bad because one apple is, or two or three apples are. That's just, we, we don't do that with anybody else. And I don't understand how that came to be. So the Harry's Masculinity Report was created to combat that. This was actually shared with the Queen of England and with Parliament in a formal setting. But they interviewed over 2,000 men about what mattered to them, what masculinity was to them, what men wanted in their lives. I'm not going to read the entire thing for you guys, but just to give you a clue, the overarching, overreaching, I said that term wrong all the time, I'm sorry. The big takeaway from it was men have a need to provide for their loved ones and care for them, to have emotional and tender interaction with the people they care about, to be positive members of society and contribute to the world at large. 
to be good fathers and husbands, spouses in general. The findings on the report were nothing surprising to me, but I think it would shock the world if more people actually bothered to read it. So I will link it, check it out if you have time, take the time to read it. And if you're not, don't have a lot of time, read the synopsis. They were nice enough to summarize it on a page or two. The need for men to embrace their masculinity has become counterculture. All you have to do is listen to the news to hear people screeching about toxic masculinity. But that's not true. Masculinity as whole is not toxic. That's like saying femininity is toxic. Imagine the need to just demonize an entire group of people based on a few bad apples. That's just, it doesn't make any sense at all. But that's what's happening. We keep demonizing men based on the worst dregs in society, the murderers, the rapists, the people who hurt children. But an entire species being judged by those people when that's a, a few people trying to blame masculinity for that, for people being monsters, that doesn't make any sense at all. I'm not sure how they think this makes sense. So, a lot of people have sat by and watched society demonize men. And, like I said, the fallible man is not about that kind of nonsense. We are here to provide a solution. We are here to help be part of a solution. Talk is cheap, so that's why we exist. You know, I can sit here and complain and whine. I've listened to a lot of people do it about the downfall of men. It's amazing how many people I've talked to about my goal with the fallible man and the material that I'm putting out and trying to create. And so many people, every time I talk to somebody one-on-one, tells me, oh my goodness, there is such a need for that. And they nod and they smile. But that, that's where it ends. And that's not good enough to me. I'm not content with standing by because men don't stand by. One of my favorite quotes is by Edmund Burke. It goes something like this. The only thing necessary for evil to succeed is for good men to stand by and do nothing. I like that quote so much. It's in the coloring book we offer on Amazon. The fallible man quotes, quotes coloring book. And I made a t-shirt out of it. Also available on Teespring and Redbubble. It's one of my favorite quotes ever because it is so true. So that, guys, is what the fallible man is and why it's here. Thanks for spending the time with me. We are here because we're not going to complain. We're going to do something about it. We're going to put out content to make you better because you want to be better. We're going to put out content for boys who don't have positive role models in their lives. So they can be good men too. We're going to put out content for men who have crappy role models in their lives. We're going to put out content for men who want to be men. The men they are supposed to be. Guys, this has been the Fallible Man Podcast. Your home for all things man, husband, and father. Be sure to subscribe and follow us everywhere you want to be. And remember, be better tomorrow 
because of what you do today. Thanks for taking the time. This is the Fallible Man, Brent Allen. I'll see you next time. This has been the Fallible Man Podcast. Your home for everything man, husband, and father. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a show. Head over to www.thefallibleman.com for more content and get your own Fallible Man gear.